Hello, everyone. Welcome to the JammaCast podcast. Just welcome to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. And of course, you know who else is here? Your regular good old hosts. Caden. Adam. Morgan. And today we have a very special guest. Connor, a.k.a. Tall Lanky Guy. Yay! And of course, today on the podcast, it is sponsored by nothing because we're open to sponsorships. Please email us. Mm. Uh, Lucerne, uh, Minute Maid Juice, that'd be fucking sweet. Webkins? Webkins. Webkins. Let's Webkins. Go. I would kill for a Webkins uh, sponsorship. Mr. I feel like if you actually killed, that would probably hurt your chances of getting a Webkins sponsorship. You I know, you, you make a great point, actually. I That's feel true. like if you're teaching children that they can just raise uh, fucking tigers and dinosaurs and shit like that, in a suburban house setting, kids should learn murder sooner or later. You know, you make, you make a, a great, you make a, you know what, not a great point, but you make a point. That is technically an argument. That, that is, is an argument. Yeah. That is a discussion. I mean, one day they'll come to their suburban home where their Bengal tiger and their T-Rex are hanging out with each other. They'll leave, they'll go to the grocery store to get some food for their pet, they'll come back, and one or the other will be dead. But can you confirm that it was because of the other? Well, this, I don't, if you I don't know. left and didn't see the death take place, then you cannot say for certain that it was the fault of, of either the Bengal tiger or the T-Rex. Any, mean, any variety of other things could have happened. The claw marks and the teeth marks. I mean, those can be pretty damning evidence. Sure. Okay. But I you mean, both both tigers and and dinosaurs have those. Yeah, but they have different shaped. They're different. But can you tell that from just teeth and claw marks? Usually, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a dinosaur. Or a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I'm glad or we can a dinosaur this off the cop. Table. <laughs> well, well speaking of what we aren't. Um, oh. I mean like I'm not a magical entity. I'm not I'm not like like the genie from Aladdin. Which one? And I kinda either I you know, I would love to be Will Smith. I would love to be Robin Williams, besides mm-hmm. the you know, not here part. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, that 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 would be that would be entertaining. Just being like this magical blue. <laughs> That's where the this? sentence ends. Honestly, I'd like to be a magical blue as well. I mean, mm, I'm yeah. I'm wearing the shirt. That is yeah. a magical blue. This is, is a magical, magical blue. blue. You've done it. I've done it. Congratulations. We already made it. Reddit. <laughs> Damn, we did. Uh, all right. So, so, so. Question for the guest of honor. Ooh, we honor so you. So you you recently have started streaming on Twitch dot television. Mm. That's so, a cool URL. Yes, yeah, it's the shortened version. Mm. Uh, is Twitch TV? Yeah. Um. So, in your experience as a small startout streamer, mm. um, what, because uh, you stream very consistently, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
I don't stream much. for super long, but I like to make it at least like frequently over the course of the week. Yeah. And you're you're pretty consistent. Um it's it's interesting. Um cuz you know, when when people start out streaming on Twitch, they can kind of get discouraged because it's like you know, consistency is difficult when you're trying to gain your first audience. Yeah. Um, and when you start from, from, you know, like, oh, this is my my Twitch channel, and, you know, stream after stream after stream of 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 nothing starting out, right? Uh-huh. What what do you, what keeps you going back to it? The thing that keeps me going back to it is the fact that all of the hard things that you've already that you've described have already happened to me on YouTube. Fair. So I've like built up that resilience of having spent like 6 years on YouTube and still sitting at like under 130 subscribers. Yeah. Uh and so when I started streaming on Twitch I'm sorry, is there something funny that I've said? <laughs> Morgan and I were both just nodding, nodding. along. <laughs> okay, so but then long. I was actually, like, starting nodding. <laughs> God, okay, continue, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, like, I've got plenty of experience for having to make things knowing that chances are not very many people are going to show up. Um, with that said, my first Twitch stream ever was rough. Yeah. Um, because I didn't really know, like, kind of how to navigate the fact that I wasn't certain of who would be watching. And if I'm not, if I don't have anyone watching, then should, do I really need to be doing anything? Because it's very tiring to just be sitting there trying to be entertaining for an audience of zero. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that a lot. Yeah. So I, that first day was very much like, it's kind of like in, in stand-up where every good stand-up comedian needs to bomb at least once. Yeah. Um, I feel like that was kind of my day. So from then on, I was just like, well, if no one's going to be watching, I at least want to be still enjoying myself. So yeah. that's why I started playing games like Death and Taxes, where I can keep myself busy with the actual game and just make it feel like I'm, you know, playing a game and recording myself, which mm-hmm. technically I still am. Yeah. Um, and then if people show up to watch while it's happening, then fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, because it's, it's helpful that you've come from doing YouTube first. And stuff like that, because then you're already used to just talking to yourself. Yeah. Which which is a really good thing to know first before getting into streaming. Yeah. And the same thing can be said vice versa. If you it, if you go in from streaming to then you start making YouTube content, that can have its own way of feeding into the other side. Yeah. Um but I would in, say it would be even easier to switch from just streaming on Twitch to youtube because with twitch you know those that that footage disappears after like a week or something um 
Whereas with YouTube, you still have that thought of like, I've still got every video or pretty much every video that I've ever made is still available. So that yeah. if at some point my channel starts growing, then that I've still got all see. of that content for people to watch. Yeah. And get the attention that it may or may not deserve. Yeah. Yeah. I, more more recently, I've decided because like I've I get very discouraged with low view numbers, especially when I feel like I had sort of like this sort of almost like I don't even say like a hot streak almost where I actually had consistent viewers for a while, yeah. and that kind of sort of sort of died when I went away for a bit. Yeah, it's like. With Twitch, you need to be so super hyper consistent in order to keep momentum. Because I also remember seeing, um, like you guys have probably heard of like Schlatt at this point or Jay Schlatt. Yeah. Um, he stopped streaming on Twitch because it uh you get pigeonholed into doing one thing because that's the only thing that gets you viewers, and yeah. then also you it's so momentum based if you don't keep up this momentum you're not going to be like either getting as much viewers or in the case of a lot of partners making as much money so you have to do this every day and it feels like this big old obligation and for me i'm just trying now more than ever to do it when i've when i feel like it more or less and turn mm -hmm. off those view counts because the more that I, like, when now that I've turned off the view counts, I don't know how many people are watching at any given time. And I it's, find, yeah. it, it's a little freeing. I find, because I, I often will be, like, when I'm streaming, more often than not, I'll be sitting there and I'll see, like, I kind of keep my, my dashboard up on my phone to keep track of things. And I'll often see that I have one viewer, but they're not saying anything. Uh, mm -hmm. so like I get excited when people start interacting with me if someone's watching and they're not saying anything then they might as well just be watching the YouTube video that I'll make of it afterwards yeah um, yeah though in a way like lurkers on Twitch are in I still very much agree that they are like the backbone in a way because while you do have those who will interact with your stream and who will, like, use emotes even through, like, channel points or use channel points at all, it's like, even the lurkers help increase also view averages and the higher your views are, the more you get promoted, the momentum builds, all that. Yeah. But also, at the same time, it's like, it's nice to, you know, say, have, like, five or six viewers watching. But if those five yeah. or six viewers say nothing, it's like, you are still entertaining an audience, but yeah. not one that you're getting any feedback from, which I guess is kind of the difficult part. Yeah, it's been nice. Yeah. I've recently been blessed by a bunch of weirdos that keep raiding my streams. Um, I don't... I don't know what they what they're thinking, but I appreciate them very much, and like I hope they they keep it up. Um, <laughs> whoever they are, yeah, whoever. I mean, they like you enough to do it, so apparently, yeah, yeah exactly. 
They're just I, like, wow, this guy's tall and lanky. And the, I mean, the guy, the fact that he's a guy is neither here nor there, but <laughs> like, right. tall and lanky. Yes. Mm. Yeah. The other factor for me specifically that has kind of played into this is like, I, I've got like five years of like live improv experience. Like I did that all the way through university. Like my fourth year, I was one of the hosts of the improv shows that we did every other week. Yeah. Um, And so even then, like we had shows where you had maybe 10, 15 show people show up to a, to a $3 improv show. Um, and so you kind of had to, not only for your own sake, but also for the sake of the other players, kind of pick yourself back up and be like, we have some people, we have someone that's watching, let's give those people a good show. Yeah. Um, and so that very much kind of postured me going into streaming and, you know, my my channel started in my second year of university on youtube so very much like it's it was kind of the same growth was happening on both platforms yeah i also that's just a really good way to to look at it is sort of like it it doesn't matter if i've got like one or 15 it's like if you've got one then that one person Get, should have as good that of a one, show as those 15 people will that one exactly. person could be the person that sees your stuff and is like hey this is really neat and then shares it to all their friends and that's how you you know kind of manage to break out you don't know the you don't know that that's not going to be the case mm-hmm. that's showbiz well, baby <laughs> well what i've always said and and what i always like encourage everyone that i know to do is like when you're streaming and you know there's nobody there and you get in a rut and you're like not talking or something like that well the view count doesn't go up instantly when a person joins your stream right it's not instant there could be in in the time that it says zero viewers it could have been like you know seven or eight people over the course of that time that popped in and saw you weren't talking or something like that and just were like okay well i guess i'll leave because this isn't entertaining yeah even if even if it says zero people you've always still gotta just make the effort because because it's it's not like it's not like your average live show right like it's not oh this is started everybody who's here is here and the doors are closed no this is this is open door. People can come and go as they please, right? Yeah. And so it's it's a whole thing of like, you know, somebody pops in there, your number still says zero, but if you keep talking, that person might stay and find you interesting and start chatting. Yeah. And or or whatever, stuff like that. Yeah, one of the one of the unfortunate truths that I learned from that from my first stream was that like certain types of twitch streams you can only really manage to do once you've already got like a consistent audience so yeah. like 
my first stream, I tried having a certain amount of time where I was just like, I didn't have a game going or anything. I was just chilling and asking people, if, you know, putting out like requests for things for me to play on the ukulele. And then like, I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think I was there for that part. Yeah. And then even then I would get like halfway through playing a song and then, and then get to the end and no one's watching. So I was like, okay, I'm going to save the chill and the chill and play music streams until I know that I can keep that momentum. Yeah, exactly. Until then, if no one's watching, I at least have a game to keep me busy with. Even if the exactly. game even if the game is Pokemon where I'm just having a day where I've got to grind my myself up to a certain point and it's not really advancing much. Okay. I, it's at I'm least like, something to interact with. Yeah. When I what what are you looking at, Morgan? I'm just seeing something on Twitter. Oh. Uh, scientists have taught spinach to send emails. What? That. Wh- what the, the fuck does that mean? That is what does most, that mean? That is the most Twitter thing I have ever heard. I'm going on Twitter right now. What the hell what? does that mean? What was that sentence? Scientists have taught spinach to send emails. What is the email? I I what's in the know. email? Like spinach. Is this like? Do they just send the word spinach in an email? Engineers that... have engineers have used nanotechnology, which allows plants to communicate with humans. The news has left people checking whether it's February first or April first. Okay, what the fuck? There's a lot of things that need to be clarified here. That's... What do we plant mean? human communication is finally here, and it's wonderfully weird. Spinach has been engineered to send emails when it finds specific compounds. Okay, this tech could be used to detect landmines pollution and even upcoming droughts okay so it's like it's not necessarily communication it's just like being we're able to read plants yeah someone says finally i was going to scream if spinach insisted on another meeting that should have been an email (laughs) 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 nice that's a very Twitter scientists thing to have say. taught spinach to send emails, and it could warn us about climate change. That's why. Why do we need spinach to warn us about climate change? We. I, I mean, if if they won't Every... listen to the scientists, then maybe they'll listen to the spinach. <laughs> listen to your spinach, guys. It tells you about the world. I'm sad about we the dread fact to that think that what sense. our office plants would have to say about our lackluster watering. Christ. Uh, I mean anyways. that's that's a lot more interesting than me saying about how I was talking during my Minecraft stream. <laughs> Significantly more interesting than me playing modded Minecraft and trying to explain how it works is but spinach I, can talk now. <laughs> but I also feel like none of us are qualified to actually dig into this. It's no. cool though. It's, it's neat. Science I mean, is neat. Got my attention. Because yeah, really? then people people can find out exactly how like plant networks work. Sure. I mean, I suppose. I mean, the, though. To... Well, literally, plants have what are called networks, like between right. other plants, right? Yeah. So, I... for example, fungus and mushrooms have a network where the mushrooms will communicate with each other, 
and and f- like find their nutrients Holy shit. underground and choose where to grow. Katie, right. they're on a land party. It's a <laughs> mushroom fungus land party. <laughs> I mean, oh okay, anyways, to the be thing fair. is, I, I, I hear things like this and all my brain can do is be like, okay, cool. But I don't have like the knowledge or the expertise <laughs> to be able to figure out like the implications of this. Yeah, because like, I, I, it's like, Katie works in a restaurant. Morgan works in retail, and like, I don't. I'm a freaking arts student. I don't. Th- I'm not a student, but I'm a. I was. Boy. I, I was a theater student. I'm not sure any of us really know much about plants. I know that my uh, strawberries over there are doing quite well, but that's nice. about all I know. <laughs> I know that if I was making a fucking salad at work and the spinach sent me an email being like, "Please don't cut me," I'd probably be a little scared. <laughs> I mean, your first mistake was eating a salad with spinach in it. Actually. Uh, I'm, I I don't like spinach, so it's I won't defend good. it. Fuck spinach! All my homies hate spinach. All my ho- However, all my spinach with spinach. cranberries and feta cheese—that's but that's, that's only good, time good with, because, ra- with raspberry vinaigrette. But that's only good because of all of the other parts of it. But the taste of the spinach blended in with the cranberries and the feta is what makes it interesting. Does spinach I taste guess. like anything though? I thought it was just no. air. Spinach, like spinach is like the most sour, acidic fucking leaf I've ever put in my mouth. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Weird. I'm not what a fan. The, when when so I like, taste spinach, it just tastes like lettuce with no dreams left. Exactly. <laughs> See, I think lettuce just tastes like water with attitude. It's, it's lettuce, <laughs> but corporate. Corporate lettuce? <laughs> corporate lettuce! <laughs> what are you guys on about? What? <laughs> Holy shit, spinach is corporate lettuce. <laughs> yes. It's, I, like I, the, it's like the leaf of, of fucking romaine lettuce comes up to your door and it's like I'm, a a friggin' like a Jehovah's Witness, but then the spinach yeah. comes to your door in a in a in a suit with a briefcase trying to sell you a vacuum cleaner. I'm tweeting this right now. <laughs> I mean the only difference between between a Mormon coming up to your door and a vacuum salesman coming up I to the, your door is a vacuum salesman sells you a vacuum. They're both wearing suits and have briefcases. Eh. Eh. I mean... Eh. Unless they're wearing backpacks, I guess. Ooh, backpacks. Last time Jehovah's Witnesses came to my door, uh, there was two of them and they were super cute and one of them complimented my shirt. Nice. And then he was like, do you want to hear the good news? I was like, nah, I'm gay. <laughs> do you want to hear my good news? <laughs> I, I, so yeah, that was that was about the end of that one. Foot reveal! I can't, wow. I can't say I've ever had Jehovah's Witnesses come to my door here in Edmonton. Um, that would be pretty much impossible, yeah. Yeah, considering that this building has a buzzer at the front. And keys? <laughs> they just buzz every single room. Would you like to hear the good word? Bzz. Would you like to hear the good word? Bzz. <laughs> I I got an I got mail in my inbox from some fucking dude in Saskatchewan wanting to tell me about the good news. 
Nice. I'm like, who the that? fuck? Who the fuck from Saskatchewan was like, oh yes, this random guy at Edmonton, he wants to hear about Jesus. The nice thing is, or Jehovah, or whatever his name is. One of the nice two. thing <laughs> is being being a Christian. They can be like, have you heard the good news? And I'll be like, yeah. What about it? <laughs> yes. I think we're thinking of two different pieces of good news. I've I've already got good news. So I don't need yours. Thanks. My my <laughs> mom, uh, we used to live in High River, which mm. is a fun place. Um, and we would get Jehovah's Witnesses there. And uh, my family, my dad was a pastor. My mom, pastor's wife, obviously. Mm. Jehovah's Witnesses would come to the door. Would you like to hear the good news? And she would be like, oh, yes, yes, come inside. And then she'd pull out her Bible. And she would test them. <laughs> oh, I like this. And and it was she would have like a back and forth banter conversation with Jehovah's Witnesses, and and like other people that around the town, whatever. It was it was a thing. She would challenge them, and it was it it was like her pride of of the month was just like all right. Wonder if today will be the day. Whether it's are we gonna you know, get one? Could be the postman. Could be, could be a Mormon. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> what if what if oh, what if no. what if Morgan showed up at the door? What if it was, it was just <laughs> Morgan, Morgan shows up the up at the door? Would you like to hear the good news? I got laid on Thursday. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Good news. Woo, wow. Good news. Good news. This is good news. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good for you. And how was oh, it? Good. <laughs> and how was it? Very good. How was your trip? Did you have fun? I was Did you tired. make I was any friends? I, I didn't realize that he slept overnight in his car. I thought there would at least be a bed involved. Yeah, so did I, honestly. I mean, do Wait, they you live slept with their parents? In your... Did you sleep yeah. in... Like... Okay, then there you go. I am. You slept in your car in the city. Yeah, we were in like it was a weird parking lot. Because <laughs> like there was like a one way in, one way out kind of situation. So okay. And ho- hotels don't let in extra guests besides yeah. the people that actually uh, pay to to initially rent out the room. Yeah. So that's fair. So fair logistics. And I wasn't gonna spend like 150 bucks just to have sex. <laughs> Who does that? You know, you you make a good point. <laughs> I mean, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was a good time. Nice. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. A nice change of things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. You yeah. went. You went from months of sitting months? in the months of sitting in the corner in your chair to. One months. one night on the town and back to months of sitting in your corner in the chair. I mean, I'm in a relationship and that's how it's been anyway. Lately. I mean yeah. my case is that is that the person that I would usually get laid with is in an entirely different continent. So what are you gonna Understandable. Do? That that yeah, that's a makes things that a little is how complicated. That one works. A little it's a little sus, not gonna lie. It's not. <laughs> He's from Cambodia. Well, she's 
I mean, her family's from India, and then she came to Canada for school, and then last now year... she's living in the UK. No. And then last year, her family... No, wait. So, her family is originally from in... from from uh, Mumbai. You got this. <laughs> and then when she was 10 years old, they moved to Cairo. Mm-hmm. And then... My favorite location from Indiana Jones. Sure. And then she moved to <laughs> Canada, just her, to go to school. And that's where we met. And then last year, uh, her family moved from Cairo to Accra, which is in Ghana. And over this previous summer, yes, uh, she had a really shitty summer living with a friend and then and so after that she was like i need to spend at least the next semester um at at home with my family with my dogs yeah um and so that's where she's been that's a fair point the rest is history (laughs) history is 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 only in the future yeah that's quite the distance between everywhere it's an it's an eight eight hour time difference oh geez yeah, that's a that's a real awkward time yeah i mean like that's like actual time not i mean it's it's not it's not terrible because i mean i it's commonly chat with with people who are like seven hour time difference <coughs> i mean you guys you have you know katie stop katie Don't stop die. katie stop not dying yet. Not dying. What is happening, Katie? <laughs> like, I commonly chat with people who are like you know seven or eight hours away. Namely, you know, you guys have met Alex before, and yeah. also I also still you know need to keep in contact with my sister who is currently all the way in Germany. So oh, yeah. that is an eight-hour time difference, I think. Yeah, mm, something like that. Yeah. So what will happen? So like, what happened today? was i'll get up you know whenever i get up right now because i'm not working so i'll get up around the afternoon uh make breakfast and then she'll text me and be like hey do you want to watch a movie and then we'll watch a movie and then she'll go to bed and then i'll have the rest of my day okay so i woke up at 3 (laughs) p.m well actually no i got out of bed at 3 (laughs) p.m i woke up at 1 30 I woke up at five thirty. No, five. I no, woke up thirty. I woke up at eleven thirty, and then I just sort of laid in my bed for another two hours. Yeah, uh, same. <laughs> I got what's it like, like sleeping in past eight? eight? Oh, it's oh, it's it's great. You you wake yeah, up yeah. and it's the not sun's always there. great. A lot of the time, like today, I got <laughs> up, today I got up earlier than I usually do. For the past like number of weeks, I've been waking up at like, or not necessarily waking up, but getting out of bed at like two thirty, which sucks because by the time I'm finished eating breakfast, it's three. That's lunch. Yeah, exactly. Today, then I don't. I don't have much day left. Today was like Mm. a. uh, a, I got up at like eleven thirty. 
and then I just sort of scrolled on my phone on Reddit for about like two and a half hours. And then I got out of bed at three. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. I mean, when you don't have anything to do during the day, there's a lot of, there's just this tendency I find to just be extremely lenient with when you exist. Yeah, that was actually one of the, to bring it all all full circle, that was one of the reasons that I started streaming. Yeah, it's understandable. It's a regular thing. It that I know that I'm going to be doing in the day. Uh, so I need to get whatever stuff I needed to get done that day. I needed to, I need to get it done before I start streaming. So I got to get out of bed at some point. Yeah. That, 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 works. that used to be the way that I approached streaming. And then I just, then I think I, then I got a job. And then that job went away because it was seasonal. And then I never got back into it as a sort of regular thing while waiting for another job. I feel like if I had done that, would have been a better idea. What are you doing? What are you... <laughs> nothing. It wasn't nothing. <laughs> I don't know what nice. I thought I saw you holding. Right. Yes. Why? Anyway, I don't know. But, don't ask me questions. I cut my hair today. I obviously don't know what I'm doing. You cut your hair? You <laughs> cut many hairs. <laughs> Wait, did you cut your hair? No. Oh, tell us no, about that. Great. It just went away. I took a shower and then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> disintegrated like like Thanos snap. Yeah, we're definitely gonna need to call a plumber. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I mean, uh, the plumber was for a different reason last time, but we don't need another plumber. Yeah, no, especially not if it's going to cost me five hundred fucking dollars again. Did y'all actually need a plumber? No, I was joking oh. about like, haha. If that much hair went down the drain, <laughs> right? But then you kept uh, talking about a plumber, and then you were, and then no, but I did get a plumber last month. Yeah, right. there, there there was a plumber, and it, it cost me over five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what tips me off to be like, did did they actually get a plumber at some point? Yeah, yeah, that was last month, and that's because my uh, my bathroom or the bathtub faucet had been leaking, mm. and by leaking, I mean it was as though the faucet was half on. Oh yikes! Uh, and I couldn't fix it uh, for quite a while. Uh, so I'd just been kind of dealing with it and, uh, yeah, then I had a plumber in and it cost $500. Wow. That's great. I had a plumber come in like four separate times. The last time I actually had them fix it. It was like 40 bucks each time to get it like tightened. And then every time it just would go back the same way. Yeah. This is some great podcast content. I mean, I mean it's a podcast. Streaming. I mean, I mean, streaming, you know, plumbing. It, these are like real mm. life things that things everyone deals through pipes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's as far as uh, I'm yeah, going. Yeah. When you use something. a snake to take clogs out of your drain, you have to twitch it. Everything, everything comes so around. Neat. 
Truly it really You does. don't twitch your snake from time to time? Oh, oh no, I do that every night. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Morgan. Did you know this is what you were in for, Connor? You know, I don't know why I didn't expect it. <laughs> but, yeah. Have you listened to the podcast before? I have. I've listened to it once or twice. Okay. You so, know, it's, it could, it's, you could have expected it. I could have. We're, we're, we're a little oh. off the rails. We kind of just jump around. But, but also, the one, you know? the one that I most recently watched was the one where you guys get into, like, the content that you're most proud of. And it was all nice and good, good and one. reflective and such. Yeah. 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 I like that, that one. That was a good episode, especially for me, because it kind of let me uh, look into a lot of the... Uh, the very stupid things I have in my head, mm. and it lets you it lets you know how disappointed you are in me. Nice. <laughs> I'm not just... disappointed in you. <laughs> he just said he was he no, was jealous never. of you. That's I was the just opposite. Ex- I was just extremely jealous because you gave yeah. so much traction. That's the negative <laughs> inverse of disappointment. <laughs> you know that math checks out. <laughs> it's not so, that you did you're not, halfway disappointed in me it's not that you, you know did what? worse than he wanted it's that you did better than he wanted <laughs> <laughs> you know what now that you put it like damn. that damn it <laughs> and, then, and then literally fucking every couple days since since then it's just been hey katie you think you like Five Nights at Freddy's a bit too much? <laughs> Listen. It's like every other day at this point there's, you'll t- you'll say that. There's like, there's like a little bit of concern and also a little bit of proud. You know? You know I've been into this just this much. Exactly the same amount. Since we fucking started hanging out. I mean, maybe it was the foxy hat that should have tipped me off. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, the fact that the majority of games that I get excited for the release of are Zelda and Five Nights at Freddy's. so it's like I'm I'm it's like I'm not disappointed. I'm just like I'm just like a I'm just like a parent. I'm just like happy but extremely concerned. just like all right son let me sit you down for a second those new friends you're with you know they're involved in a cult right <laughs> those <laughs> don't you hang you're out with, with them, you know they're but please furries, tell right? me they're not introducing you to beelzebub <laughs> <laughs> i'm just concerned for your future i know you won't use the ouija board but i'm concerned you have one now <laughs> man i so like you know you know as as is the case with most people our age that have in any way interacted with a religion my relationship yep. with with christianity has changed substantially i'm still yeah. never touching a ouija board oh yeah oh yeah a, a luigi board or oh, that Ouija board? board? I said Ouija. Ouija board. The Ouija board. <laughs> the Ouija board. <laughs> the Wah board. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the Ouija board. Is that not how it's pronounced? The Wah. It, oh, it, I, I believe. I believe it is. If you look at the phonetic spelling. <laughs> just, 
just think where we just like started and where we ended up. And then you just kind of have to watch as you just like a, it's like pinball and it just hits every side of the goddamn table. My point is I'm not tucking, I'm not touching that shit. You're not talking. Talking. I'm also not doing that either. (laughs) You know, that's, that's completely fair. You know what? What if the Ouija board told you to start talking? Then that means I've already been interacting with it, which I which I literally just said I wouldn't do. <laughs> what if sleepwalking well, I'm you sorry. and interacting with it? Sorry, what was See, that? What if sleepwalking you interacted with one? I don't sleepwalk. Well, you don't know that. I do. Oh. Maybe, Have you recorded yourself sleep, at night? Maybe sleeping you knows when to go back to bed before you wake up. No. Nah. I mean, you're... I mean, there to to reference a Vsauce episode of uh, Mindfield, um, you have a subconscious process that thinks about things before your conscious mind knows about them. So, hypothetically speaking, you could be sleepwalking, and just as your conscious mind becomes about to become aware that you're sleepwalking, you go back to sleep. If I do sleepwalk, no one's told me (laughs) they don't want to scare you that That doesn't that doesn't help me though well it doesn't need to help you now does it i I really secretly recording it every night just like look at this guy if i'm all if the condition is bad enough that i am getting out of bed to go interact with the ouija board <laughs> I would like to know. <laughs> that is a valid concern. <laughs> I've realized just about how weird sleepwalking is. Like when you actually think about it, it scares me. Because like yeah. when you're sleeping, seen... like your body's supposed to be like basically your mind paralyzes your body, so that you, like so that you don't have to use that muscle energy or like move. But like if your mind doesn't do that. You can thrash around in bed or fucking start walking. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what? It's my. Weird. Have you seen those TikTok videos? I've of, seen many. Of, of, the, of lady. The, the lady that, like, if yeah. she eats cheese directly before bed, she triggers sleepwalking. Yeah. And so she does this on purpose with the help of her husband. Yeah. Or her partner or whoever. Um, and they have, like, night cameras around their house so she can record this stuff. And her entire TikTok uh, content is just her different sleepwalking every few nights or whatever. I don't know I if we're thinking the same person or not. Because I, I, I don't know. I saw somebody who posted something on TikTok who, who, were, who was sleepwalking. And what they did is they went to their fridge all giddy and happy, grabbed a bunch of cans, went outside and threw yes. them on yeah. the lawn. <laughs> Same this is lady. the same person. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so um, good. Yeah. And then and then it's just like, but she's like super happy all the time. Yeah. She's like super well taken care of during all this stuff. It's just really funny that it even happens. Yeah. On the just, entire and that other, she knows what causes it. On the other end of the of the spectrum, have y'all seen the movie Horse Girl? No. It's with Allison Brie. Uh, Debbie Ryan is in there too. Um, oh, plays okay. plays her her roommate. 
Um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but after watching it, it very much made me like made the idea of sleepwalking very scary to me. Okay. Yeah. Just the idea of your body doing something and you don't even know it's happening. That I can't that I can't keep track of. Yep. And I don't and I like you can't you can't really explain anything that you've done in the meantime. But that mm-hmm. doesn't change the fact that any of those things have happened. Yeah. That's interesting. That's uh that sleepwalking from FNAF? What? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I just want you to think about like the process we go through. It's like a game of telephone. <laughs> Jamacast <laughs> is just the podcast equivalent of a game of telephone. Damn. That's right. because we don't what? start with a topic. We don't try and stay on the topic. We just talk. Yeah. We're just we're just we're just, we're just a bunch of friends having a conversation. It is nice to be in a podcast that is slightly more chaotic than Hit the Hay. I'm Yeah. yeah. I have not at least with Hit the Hay, we 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 start recording with like at least one or two talking points in mind plus we like end it with like we know what wiki that that we're gonna look at near the end. Other than yeah. that, it's all improvised. Yeah. Oh, I I feel like I like I heard the that mm. and it made me think of. Have you ever you you've heard of Tom Scott, right? Yeah. Have you ever heard of Citation Needed? I've heard of it. It's it's basically a show where Tom has a WikiHow article, or not a WikiHow article, just a Wikipedia article, and they can't see it. They know the title, and through funny and witty banter, they figure mm-hmm. out what the WikiHow article is about. Oh, that's I like it's that. an extremely funny show. I I want to figure out if there's a way we can do it because mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be funny, but also I have no idea how that's structured. I feel like I feel like none of the people in CyberSoup are good enough at improvisational comedy to pull off any of that shit. No. <laughs> yeah, and I I have done improv. I've done improv as part of drama for a couple of years and that that was neat and fun that's a good we were supposed to do a fully improv show but that never happened i had Uh, one of the videos that i've got on my channel that it's one of the ones that i'm that has ended up like being one of the videos that i'm most proud of uh is just like on the surface it's just me playing the backrooms game but it ended up just like as i was going i ended up like kind of going with the narrative of every few seconds you can remember something about yourself and i like turned it into this whole like improvised narrative thing about myself and slowly having an existential crisis about why i'm youtubing at this point in my life and then at the very mm-hmm. end, I just completely forget that I've said anything like that. Oh. Huh. And it's, considering the game that I was playing, it may, like, it's, like, a weird context for it. Because it's just a game of, like, you keep going through these hallways and there's no definite end to the hallways. Oh, okay. Um, like, PT hallway. Huh? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But like, it it feels like more of a maze. Um, hmm. than PT. Uh, so like, I there's this point where I'm like, I play. I just remembered that I I play video games for YouTube, and I'm and I'm like, but but I think the reason that I do this is because usually I would be getting all of this out in theater, but I've graduated and I it's really hard, especially now, to find like acting jobs at all, and so I have to then I have to deal with the fact that I paid a lot of money to get a degree in something that I'm not doing right now. So I need yes. to get that out somehow. <laughs> Fucking yes. <laughs> and then as I'm getting to the climax of that is when the game ends. Oh my god. It's too real. It's right? too real. <laughs> I got to the I finished editing that and I'm like I think I've accidentally made one of the best things I've ever made. Huh. That sounds about right. Also, that just sounds like me. Because, <laughs> like, exactly the same predicament, you know? It's like all this time spent in school doing theater things, and then you graduate and you can't do anything with it. So yeah. you kind of just put that knowledge into something else. And it's really hard, like, like so many i've had so many job interviews where they're like so we saw that you've got lots of experience like working in theater oh, so like how does that apply to to the to the workplace and i'm like it's definitely useful it's just really hard to explain how other yeah, than in really abstract ways like i'm great at working in a team i and then it's yeah the the way i explained like cuz i put that on my resumes for applying to jobs as well i basically described it as um working in a fast paced environment being able to work with the team really well and being very wary of deadlines yeah especially in yeah. the behind the scenes aspect we had to work quick we had to work with the team because if you don't work with the team well, then you're not going to do really well the on the show not gonna and be people good. are going to hate you. <laughs> yeah. Plus, like, my my improv experience is, like, probably the most, like, impressive thing on my resume because I there was a whole year where I was, like, the head of this student-run program where I was, like, teaching workshops and hosting shows and casting shows and doing social media stuff and sometimes running box office uh but the but because it's go ahead go ahead it's fine you go it's fine. keep going okay okay love you um and so i have like that that one year job like gave me a lot of like really solid experience in things that very much apply to other jobs yeah but the problem is that it was all for improv which is not held in the highest you know respect i mean i feel like improv is sort of like one of those things that is actually decently transferable 
because it's like if you're good at thinking of things on the fly yeah. then you then it's like that might be transferable into a customer service position where you're good at talking to people or yeah being able to stall if a customer is angry <laughs> yeah i yep. yeah i used to i was one of the like favorite box office people when i was working at cineplex because a i like movies and i know movies and b i'm good at talking to people i mean it's necessary to if you're working at cineplex to at least know movies i think that's like the, the one of their surprised. hiring requirements oh really yeah <laughs> do you not need to know movies i mean it depends on where you're working if you're working in so concession or in outlet in like the fast food outlet you don't really need to watch movies because they don't really ask sense. you but if you're mm -hmm. at box office chances are at some point someone's going to be like we don't know what we should watch and there is a list of like movies with like summaries at the desk but that really only helps you so much so it helps yeah. it helps more to have someone with a face who can read whoever is going to the movie and be like i feel like these are the movies that you'd be into mm -hmm. um, yeah there was a stretch where i was trying to get as many people to go see the lighthouse as possible oh yeah yeah <laughs> which mm -hmm. understandable which you know it worked about maybe 50 percent of the time at best um but yeah understandable understandable i've, on, I've only had like three jobs ever yeah i think actually no it would be two jobs that i've worked and then the third one is up and coming but nice. like oh my god <laughs> i mean the job that i have the most experience in is like working at camp yeah like oh. either day camps or like I worked at a Bible camp in Alberta for like five years. Was it Go Lake? No, it was Southern oh. Alberta Bible Camp. Wow, that's a really creative fucking name. I know. <laughs> I think I think when I was younger, I went to one called Camp Caroline. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. It's nice. Their food isn't I've great. To, but... I've only been to Go Lake and Silversides, which are literally on the same fucking lake, just opposite sides. Literally, if you go to the beach at Go Lake and you look across the lake, you can see the beach of the other camp. Yeah. Yeah. We were on, like, a bagel reservoir, um, but the rest of it's just, like, prairie land. Um, mm. It's nice. It's a good place. I'm glad that I worked there as long as I did. And I'm glad that I stopped working there when I did, because mm -hmm. I don't I don't think there was much more for me there than what I got. Honestly, fair makes sense. I'm just trying um, to remember my fond memories of camp now, like yeah. making a fire on top of a rock in a river to make an egg. Yeah, that was how. That okay, was... Discord cut the fuck out there <laughs> oh, for no. a sec. I heard you. Making a fire on a rock and Riv make egg. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we really yeah. need to know. Yeah, fire on rock, rock, make egg. <laughs> <laughs>
honestly more or less that's that's what you need to know yeah because i made an egg on a rock i got scared that there was some boogeyman that was going to sneak into our cabin so i got very scared and cried um and there was a part where each group of us had to sing on stage and i greatly protested Mm. i mean also because being like fucking like 13 or not even like probably 12 at the time or 11 i was like i I don't have good pipes at the moment (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it improves over time morgan you don't know i'll try singing right now uh, uh, sing bgs i don't think we have the clearance for that yeah no that's some serious what if i sing in a bass range do you think they'll pick up on that well, you can't tell, by the way. Stop. Whether you're a brother or a web, whether you're a brother or a state. I hate all of this. I also hate all of this. You sound like you're trying to be the fucking Dracula Muppet. It's like a Gregorian live. I think I can hit Barry Gibbs' voice pretty good if I try, but my throat just dies afterwards. That was like just the like the Gregorian chant version of "Staying Alive." All, all, that was just like all, a like all. a fine line between turning into Patrick Warburton sings the Bee Gees. Hey Peter, <laughs> hey Peter, you can tell by the way I use my walk. Oh my God. <laughs> Whether you're, no brother, time to die. whether you're a mother, staying alive, staying alive. Ah, 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 staying alive. I hate, staying I hate alive. this, but I love it. Right. Can can we do like an actual cover of that and just use the fucking voices? <laughs> yes. I think this needs Trump to happen now. Staying alive. Joe Swanson. My spinach pops. There we go. Amazing. I met him. He's a really big fella. Real big. He fella. is a real big fella. He put his arm around me. I'm like, oh god, this is what a bear is like. <laughs> what a unit. This is where I die. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you mean by bear, like, Morgan? Doubled my head. I was like, Ugh. he seems nice. Good though. guy though. Oh yeah, good guy. Good. Yeah. Guy. I'm curious. Yes. What what is the let's go around the table the virtual table and uh what what kind of impressions is anyone actually capable of doing i'm curious like oh boy i can i mean i, I can, can do, do patrick forward and i can do a decent <laughs> yogi bear yeah. i mean i used to Something i can do a, a decent john mulaney can you yeah do there's it. a horse loose in the hospital that's pretty good. Yeah. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what's going on. Least of all the horse. Least he's of all never... the horse. <laughs> he's never been you... in a hospital before. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Terrible. I uh, didn't know Morgan. he could do that. <laughs> he's like, Morgan, what? Do your yogi. Hey, hey, boo, boo. Let us get some picnic baskets. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Iconic. It's like Come looking on, in Morgan. a mirror. <laughs> Come on, Morgan. It's you can like do it listening to a mirror. Yeah. Okay, it. shut up. Come on. Hey. Hey, boo-boo. Let us get some picnic baskets. Nice. That's, well, that's, that's the that's one. Not bad. That's, that's pretty, I, that was pretty good. A hot minute. I'm pretty sure Katie can do Kermit. 
Well, yeah, of course I can do Anyone Kermit. Can <clears throat> it's the Muppet Show with very special guest star, Tall Inky Guy! Yeah! That is okay. pretty good. That uh, wasn't great. <laughs> I think the echo sounded better than yeah. the actual audio. So you got that oh, yeah. going for you. Well, there, there you go. There you go. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of literally any others. I don't, I don't know if I've ever been... I used to do a pretty okay goofy... But now that my voice has changed, gorge, I, 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 I can't. Gorge, it's like I, what gorge? It used to work, but now I, my voice has just changed. It's, it's like I used to be able to do a pretty solid shaggy. Like I would just take oh, advantage yeah. Oh, of. Oh yeah, I can do shaggy pretty well. I think. Do yeah. it. I... Like Zoic Scoob. Yeah. Scooby Snack. That's oh, yeah. pretty good. I, <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a coworker that did a really good Scooby Doo. Yeah, I used to do a really actually... solid SpongeBob, and then my voice lowered, and now I'm able to do a pretty solid uh, Plankton and uh, Patrick. Krabs, <laughs> Eugene uh, Krabs, Jimmy Krabs. Oh. One day I will acquire the Krabby Patty formula. <laughs> that's pretty good. Thank and you, you even like got that. the formula at the end. That's yeah. Cool. Very, very nice. It's a nice touch. My computer wife, oh. Karen. Karen. I, I'm pretty sure the only the only impression that I can do that's accu- accurate. actually like accurate is my fucking... Uh, <laughs> fucking... My name's Ash Ketchum! <laughs> I, just, I found let's you. Let's go, faker. Pikachu. I found you, Faker. <laughs> faker, I think you're the fake hedgehog around here. <laughs> faker, I've never even met her. I feel. See, that's, mine that's just starts so... to sound like. Sonic All right, Pikachu, bend over. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like that Ash Ketchum video is like one. It's like your magnum opus. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Why? <laughs> Speaking of the content you're most proud of. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely so proud of my Ash Ketchum, my two Ash Ketchums reenact Sonic and Shadow meeting. Oh, God. <laughs> Curious, Connor, what, 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 is, what, is, what are you the most proud of that you've made that you can think of right now? Uh, on YouTube? Man. General. In, in general, in content general. you're okay with with talking about on the podcast. Like if it's if it's like private life stuff, you don't have to mention it. But I mean, I don't know, because like <laughs> I like that you had the. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm also really know. terrible at like thinking of the top number one thing of anything. So that's fair. I mean, what is something that you've made that you're you're really proud of? I know you talked about the one with the gameplay where you were sort of yeah, improving along with it. Yeah. The thing is, I so when it comes to like I think of my Steven Universe video essay, but I don't know how proud of that I actually am. I'm proud of the fact that I made it. But as a video essay, I'm fine with saying it's not very good. Yeah, but I I feel the same way about my Blair Witch Project videos. Yeah, but as far as first video essays go, it's pretty good, and mm-hmm. I'm proud of the fact that I made it. 
Um, I am... I'm really proud of, like, my improv career. Um, I managed over the course of, like, my five years at Trinity to become, like, and this isn't me being, like, like, this isn't me, like, jerking myself off. I, people have told we, me you, that I'm, like... We couldn't put a, that on YouTube if it was. I so. became a fan okay. favorite. Yeah. Uh, which meant a lot to me that, like, that, like, a, there were a lot of times that people have told me they're, they're like, someone will, they'll be, will be advertising the next 1107 show. And then they'll be like, is Connor going to be in it? And they'll be like, yeah. And they'll be like, I'm definitely going then. And that means a yeah. lot to me. Obviously, go to the shows regardless of if I'm in them. Because everyone else in 1107 is also very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. the fact that I was remarked on as one of the highlights of the years that I was there means a lot to me. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. To, to be a fan favorite. Right? Get off of Who's your favorite. fan favorite on the podcast? Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> My favorite me. on the podcast is... Honestly, me too. Honestly, you know. Wow. This black shelf. <laughs> That's a <laughs> so nice that. shelf. That is a nice it's shelf. It's a nice fucking shelf. Come on. Damn, that My favorite shelf, on though. the podcast is the... Uh, the fucking infrared sensor for adam's vive in the top right corner yeah nice (laughs) i don't i see i didn't know that's what that was see i remember there's something that we talked about on the last podcast i'm curious if you have any input on um Mm. we talked like i talked a bit last time about sort of my second channel and how these stupid memes I've made have become insanely popular to the point where just recently my second channel passed a total million views on that channel. Literally. And the thing is, I look at that and I go, fuck, I hate that (laughs) so much. And then I look at my main channel. okay, delete the video and then it'll go back down to like like 50,000. But I'm curious if, like, there's ever been something that you, like, you've made that's gotten, like, more than you've wanted to, or if something you've seen has gotten more popular than you think that it really deserved, maybe? Yeah. The most viewed video on my channel is the second part of my playthrough of Sarah is Missing. Oh, yeah. Which... Did you find her in that one? I think so. <laughs> I don't know if she was doing well or not when we found her, but we found her. <laughs> she, she might have been dead. She, I but... think she was dead. But no uh, either that see. or either that or possessed <laughs> by a, either that or possessed by a phone or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the weirdest part was that like like that video has I think almost six hundred views. And then, but the first part of that series has maybe half that. Yeah. And I, every time I see that, I'm just like, why is this the way it is? 
I I have that with my fucking Spider-Man series. Uh, the the Game Boy Advance game that I played of Spider-Man. Yeah. For some reason, the second part of that has like 600 something views or whatever. My theory... But the first part has like 40. <laughs> my theory is that people used like either one of those videos for like walkthroughs. Um, oh, yeah. And then, you know, more people needed guidance on what to do in the later half of the game than the first half which is why more people went to the second part of the series um and i have like like i've got a longer series where you know for example like my dream daddy series both both times that i've played through it (laughs) um both series have like most videos have like maybe one or two views they might have more by now. Uh, and then maybe f- there's three odd videos that have like 12 at least. Um, yeah. Probably because, you know, maybe those are the more, the funnier episodes in the series. I kind of doubt it. But these things happen. Yeah. Um, and the way I'm kind of approaching it now and it's that's kind of like informed how i approach youtube right now in the sense of you know about a year and a half ago i had a pretty big creative crisis with youtube of being like if no one's watching my stuff what's the point of making it and then managed to get past that to being like i'm gonna keep making stuff because i enjoy making stuff and if people watch it fantastic so on one hand, while it'd be great for my channel to grow and more for more people to actually interact with my stuff, uh, it doesn't change whether I'm going to keep making stuff or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I've always had that same sort of perspective as well, because I, I did a super old video on my channel at this point. Um, well, maybe not super old, but pretty old. Um, and it's called uh what is it the struggles of being a small youtuber Mm. and it's it's one of my very few uh rant slash essay style videos that i've done which are the type of video that i actually made my channel so that i could start making and then i've made four total of them since i made my channel like six or seven years ago anyway um but uh yeah and it was basically talking about the same thing it's like the effort that i'm putting in uh is outweighing what i get back from it yeah however you know and it's that that however that that keeps me going yeah well it's also like about you know defining what it is you want to get out of it if you're Mm -hmm. if you're putting in that effort in order to get attention out of it in the form of views then you know chances are you might not have as great of a time but i came to realize that like you know i'm doing stuff like like i make gaming videos because i freaking love playing indie games and love exploring that art form and just like giving my thoughts on what's happening and making myself laugh with my own reactions and then i do stuff like game boys because Emmett's one of my best friends and I enjoy 
and we both enjoy video games and we enjoy playing them with each other um and hit the hay i enjoy it because me and Emmett and sam love having these crazy nerd discussions together and we just decided to record it and i love spook day because i love alicia and we both love spook so we figured why not record ourselves playing some spook mm-hmm. um and now that's flooded, as is the way yeah and now that's flooded over into things like my tuesday twitch streams which is just me hanging out with a bunch of my friends mm-hmm. and we've now like over the few weeks that i've been doing that it's become this thing that we all really look forward to because it's a lot of fun and whether we get any online attention on it is neither here nor there yeah yeah and i remember watching a video from tom scott where he's kind of like talking about how to become famous on the internet and he's like just the sort of same thing that most youtubers have said is just make stuff yeah because every time you put stuff out on the internet it's another sort of roll at the dice to see if the the algorithm or the people will flock to your stuff yeah so if you it's like if you stop making things you can't move forward anywhere yeah it's kind of like the idea you're not willing yes it is the the idea is when you play the lottery there's a very little chance you can win very very small but the thing is if you never play the lottery you're never going to have that chance yeah and you have to be willing to go a very very long time of putting in that effort and getting nothing back from from getting nothing back from youtube uh before you'll you can even like start to get something out of it so Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's like trying to like (laughs) roll for initiative except uh you have like a 500 sided dice and uh every single face on the dice uh says one or two except for one of them which says 500 sure damn (laughs) that would be a really fucked up die that would be a very large die (laughs) yeah it would either be. Can you imagine very... trying to roll that thing? It's just <laughs> throwing a <laughs> fucking boulder. <laughs> either that, or it'd be like a ball in that it is so damn yeah. smooth. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! <laughs> um. Um. <laughs> um. God damn it, Connor! You okay there, bud? I'm all right. My computer you thought, just you decided thought my metaphor was just that good huh you were like well can't top this we're still i'm still recording audio okay, okay good <laughs> i just my computer was just like we're gonna dip out for a second <laughs> that was really funny my <laughs> wi-fi <laughs> thing didn't even blip out or anything that was weird that's incredible that is incredible that is incredible that is incredible you know, one thing I'd actually like to talk about is, <laughs> is I mean, what? Not really something incredible, but uh, what's something yeah. that you've that you've like wanted to make once you can get enough people together to do it? Oh, 
because I know I've wanted to make some short films once we can actually get people together to do it. Because I don't know if you remember the cringe conspiracy at all, but Katie (laughs) and I have been planning on a sequel to that for a while. And And a mini-series. A (laughs) mini-series, a whole bunch of things. And the thing is, it's going to happen eventually. I know it will. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know if there's anything specific that I'm looking forward to. I think the thing that I just most want to happen is to to be able to actually interact with a sizable audience to like you know at, at the end of every video i'm like put in the comments if there's anything you would like to see me play and or like stuff like that where i want to that's kind of why that's another reason why i why the idea of twitch streaming appealed to me is because i can fairly immediately interact with whoever is watching and like have it be a unique experience in that way um Mm -hmm. and things yeah do and like do things like ukulele streams um where i know that i can like i can call out and call make a call for sound requests and know that i'll actually not only get like a good response but also know that people are gonna stick around to hear the whole thing and ask for another Mm -hmm. yeah um i'm just i'm just this little this skinny middle kid looking for attention and it all boils down to i want i just want confirmation that i'm real Oof. Oh God, that is that is actually a Fuck. mood. I think right? that's that's also a reason why I get kind of disappointed when nobody watches. It's like I need someone to witness that I exist besides yeah. the people that already know. Because if because yeah, if fun. no one interacts with yeah. the things that I've made, who's to say that I like? What was the point of me even making it? Did no one notice it? Yeah. <laughs> Do yeah. other people in the I... world know that we exist? Oh my god, I had that recently, very recently, this week, um, where I fucking, I was doing a stream for Black Mesa. Yeah. I only did a few Black Mesa streams, because I beat the game, uh, whatever. And the second last stream that I did, Adam was there at the beginning, chatted a little bit, went off to do something zero viewers for the entire rest of the stream that's been my that was my uh death and taxes streams almost no one was watching while i was streaming that yeah um and i mean i i gotten into this little thing where i like i i found like for a small bit of time this little pocket of of time where like a bunch of people from discord and uh just friends and stuff like that would just pop in for streams and whatever, just even for a little bit. And so it was consistent throughout the whole stream. There would be a couple messages and stuff like that. And it was it was good. But then that that one stream was just like, ooh, ooh boy, nothing. Nobody. Yeah. Well, Nobody. I'm... And oh. I don't even pay attention to, I, I don't turn off my view counter, but yeah. I just don't look at it. Yeah. Because I, I don't care that much about it. Yeah. I, but well, the thing is like, 
the only reason I'm able to like just openly be like I make stuff because I want conversation confirmation that I'm real. The only reason I'm able to say that out loud to other people is because on my good days, I know that I am real and I know that I have made an impact in people's lives. Like I yeah. know I know that because I have people like Alicia and Emmett and all and the people that I do Tuesday streams with. Like Yeah. The like Kim and Janet, who are like regular people in my Tuesday streams, have known me since high school. Yeah. Uh and like have so I have I there is proof in my life that I have made some I have made the world slightly different by existing, which is very mm -hmm. comforting. Obviously, on bad days, you know, it's a little harder to remember those things or and a little bit harder to think about how much those things count. Um, I mean, you just decided to play a random fucking indie game on Game Jolt one day, and here we are talking all these years exactly still. Yeah. You've made a difference. So we're here we're here right now because you're because a game that you Because I made I made shitty square game. <laughs> it was not shitty. It was a square game, but it was not shitty. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was rough it around was, the edges, but it was not it was a good first try. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if I remember shitty square game was probably the one that I did music for. Yes, it was. Good old yeah. shitty square game. Nice! Shitty square game. I do remember enjoying the music. Yeah! So, you got and that to pat, up, pat on your back. And pat yourself <laughs> on the back. Pat, back back on yourself, <laughs> Pat. Slap, slap, slap. Just slap your spine. Slap do back. It. That made audible noise. It did make audible noise. Jeez. Yeah. I could see anyway. the spikes on the waveform. Yeah. Things. Yeah. I mean, the impact doesn't always have to be massive. No, and I right? have to remind like, it, myself it doesn't have that to be, as well. Yes, I existed today, and that affected the lives of ten thousand people. No, it doesn't have to be like that. No, literally, literally, fucking, you know, I exist for a day, and that affected a grand total of. I talked to Adam, Morgan, Connor, and Joey today. Yeah. And so much, like, a large percentage of that time, you also need to just, like, allow yourself to exist in other people's space. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I hate reaching out to people first. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm morally opposed to it, obviously, but because I don't like imposing on other people. You know? Mm -hmm. Because you know, fun self-esteem stuff. I don't think that I'm worth other people's time for whatever reason. Feel um, that, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but over the course of the many years of, like, growing to feel more qualified in the things that I want to do and, like, actually growing a sense of confidence in my abilities, I'm like, I am worth people's time. And if they don't want... And if they don't value my time that's their loss mm -hmm. um which so i've like i've started getting better at like talking to people and being like hey i would love to 
do a thing together. I still need to get better at it. Uh, but yeah, things like adding the adding the Jammercast Twitter being like, hey, can I be on your podcast? Is I mean, that's a good idea. We literally say in pretty much every episode to at uh, CyberSoupNT with the hashtag Jammercast to see more guests on the podcast. And in this event, that ended up being, hey, the guest I suggest for the podcast is myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might I be a hit, might, m- might I be full of myself for one moment? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, not full of yourself. But that's, that was the joke. Yeah. It's, <laughs> well, it's just, doing great, <laughs> It's the thing of like, I hesitate to do stuff like that because I'm like, oh, I'm this freaking small YouTube channel. I don't want to have to bother the the high and mighty wearing eleven, just so that I can be on so that high and so that mighty, I might look so that I might look, shamelessly plug myself. Successful things, and you 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 want to call me that? That's uh, no rude. Don't. I mean, I I know there are people that we know that we would very much like to do things with, like. I, yes. I, there are people that we want to make things and do things with, but the thing is, these people are like, <laughs> shut up, Morgan, <laughs> are in such like high regard or like just extremely higher sub count, and then yeah, you sure. don't want Some... these people to think that you're like trying to take advantage of their popularity exactly. when in reality you just want to make a fun thing with them, you know? Exactly. Yeah, because Some you think friends... they're neat and you think that you would make a cool thing together. Yep. Essentially. Well, yeah, no, like, legitimately, some of my friends, it's like, ah, oh, I would love to make something with you one day. However, me asking that, I'm considering the fact you have, like, 5 million subscribers right now. I don't know if I have, like, the privilege to be able to ask you that. <laughs> like, or, or, like, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. Like I'm sure there's I've I've made my way around communities and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm I'm sure there's people in the VR space that I would love to make things with, but I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you could like go ahead and and like ask like Cutie Pop or whatever to ask to to ask. Uh-huh. Uh uh-huh. to to like make content with you or or like do like a video essay on on yeah how vr has brought people together or whatever stuff like that do something like that i feel like you are in that space where you could do that considering you were like that close right yeah but you know i feel like if 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 I was to reach out to, like, I don't know, <laughs> like, literally anybody. <laughs> Let I me would be just clear. Be like, hmm. Always feel free to reach out to me if you want to make a thing. It makes my that day. That is valid. I see you have an electronic drum kit behind you. I do. I don't have much of the equipment to record anything on it. Uh, understand this is really more just this was really more just for like practicing stuff um 
You should do without... drums on if you if you can figure it out. You should do do drums on a track, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. If yeah. I'm able, if I if I find the money to to afford getting something like that. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah. Um, I mean, Katie and I have already like talked about some stuff that we want to make together. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have that that K Flay song that we still haven't finished. I thought you had just went ahead and made that without me. No, that's definitely that's definitely something I haven't even looked at in like a year. I'm still K-Flay. down. Who who's that? K Flay. K Flay. That bad vibes. Song? Oh right. Yeah. I think I was gonna do yeah, something n- with that too. I don't remember. We were. It was. Yeah. Well, we were gonna do that for a Robin Reject song. Yeah. And then and then yeah we just kind of left it because <laughs> kind of left I, it alone i feel the need to explain myself i know i don't necessarily have to but i feel the need to say uh i was extremely depressed though back then uh so understand i was yeah i was not in the mental space to like i i definitely tried recording a few takes for it and then like I got frustrated and then was like, I'll take care of this another day, and then I didn't. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. It just reminded me yeah. of another John Mulaney quote. It's like they told me to go read Jane Austen, and then I didn't. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I slowly switched into my John Mulaney voice. <laughs> Amazing. God, what a man. I mean, yeah, I. To be honest, currently I'm working on quite a few projects. Yeah, so many. Some, some for Ramen Rejects, some for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working on a lot of things for just life projects. Yeah, in same. general. Oh yeah. Like moving to the big old city. Yeah. Uh, Here, hopefully. Big uh, fucking hassle. Oh, what I'm a hassle. working on a project called getting a job. I've that one. finally got one. Nice. <laughs> I've got to do that soon. I finally got uh, a full time job. Go me. <laughs> go you. Yeah. Uh, finding a house is going to be interesting, considering literally every house ever in Edmonton is just like. Hmm, but what if you didn't have a dog? And I'm like, well, that's cool, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> like, and- can you? Can you? Can we like? And also, like, I don't know. I'll ref- I'll put down rugs. Like, fuck, dude. Come on. And, and they're also. <laughs> I don't care about your goddamn wooden floor. They're also like, do you have? It's like you need to have a reference. It's like, bro, I lived in the same house my entire life. Who do I reference? Me. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like ah it's yes. Like, oh, I'll, I'll reference my mom. Like oh, I in the course of my eighteen years that I've lived in this house, I've only damaged the structure of the floor once there was one (laughs) time i was trying to unclog the shower drain and then accidentally ripped out the stopper ah so that's something (laughs) well there you go but other than that like, Good how, do you, how do you get a reference for that shit i don't how, even know. how do you get a reference i don't for that? 
I haven't really been asking permission for this stuff. I'm just like, do I have their contact info? I'm going to put it in. Well, it's like the way they think that they want you to do it is they want you to be like, hey, it's like, okay, I'm moving. I'm trying to move to a different place. Can I put you down as a reference? And then they would talk to that person and be like, yes, they haven't destroyed the apartment. You should rent to them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I've this this place is a that i live in right now is a fucking shack yeah uh, entirely like, a shack. it's been a, it's been a shack since i moved here 18 years ago you think yeah that it hasn't been slightly more damaged over the course of that time yeah i'm i'm but, moving yeah. in the summer i'm finding my place uh a new place closer to vancouver um with my older sibling and emmett and another friend of ours um because we're all wanting to like all four of us need to be living in kind of a space where we feel more okay to pursue our creative endeavors um (laughs) so we have this idea of just kind of making this like art our art children house (laughs) <laughs> is what it's gonna be i love that I've, I've always loved the idea of like having like a bunch of creative people under one roof but yeah. then also i think about all those like houses where people live together and the drama that happens because of that if there's no separation between fun and going the fuck to sleep like <laughs> i'm more so worried about the fact that every single creative person that i know has depression <laughs> So tossing them all into <laughs> one house together could be a disaster. It's kind of as a pool as, of tears in the dead center. As far as I know, I am the least depressed person of the people that I will be living with. Which is a blessing and a curse. Yeah, understandable. So they'll go to you for moral support and then you'll get more depressed. No, I'm kidding. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's just but, me in a nutshell. I feel like I'm also like out of out of our group of friends, like Cybersuit, not counting Morgan. Uh, but like out of our group of of depressed of of, of our friends that have de- very bad depression. Why are we sure. not counting Morgan? Yeah, why? <laughs> Do you have depression? unpack some shit on the podcast here this is sort of our (laughs) self-help podcast that we always joke about prove to us you have depression right now no no (laughs) (laughs) let me show you the wrist let me check the tag on my shirt don't joke Uh, it says tumble dry and depression wow (laughs) wow. (laughs) wash in your Tears. Mm, convenient. <laughs> Saltwater wash mm. them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is a conversation. Uh, anyway. You were saying. Um, you were saying? But no, out, out of out of our friend group, I feel like I'm like one of the least depressed. What what was that look? I could not help what you had. You scared the fuck out of me. That's amazing. What did you do to the dog? Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) Laying on the bed comfortably. Alright. But you were Um, saying. 
what was I saying? Yeah, okay. Out of out of all the out of all the depressed people in our friend group, I feel like I'm one of the least like affected hmm. outwardly about how depressed I am. I worded that very specifically. Yeah. Because I'm very affected by it, but on the inside. Yeah. On the outside, I feel like I I, I try and give off this like poof kind of like joyful persona and on the inside it's just like walking through a cemetery while it's foggy yeah. like <laughs> i feel that a million times <laughs> see for me it's uh it's not like both at the same time it's like maybe an entire day of where i just feel like shit for the whole day Oh yeah, and then the next day I'm up and getting stuff done and feeling great. I have that like once every few months. Yeah, it'll just like strike me, and then I'll just be like shit out of luck for that whole day. Yeah, and then and then the next day I'll come and I'll be like, all right, better aspect, better better day. Yeah, even like Lego hand. center, even like uh. In a lot of my videos, I hail, I hailed the spring of 2019 as like one of the worst times in my life. Um, I like even then I had a few good days during that spring, but for the most yeah. part, I was like depressed and super anxious and lonely and shit. Um, yeah, but there would still be days when I would like. Wake up easily on time. Not have anything to do today. Go to the store. Buy some baker and some bakery shit for breakfast. Go to the other store. Buy myself a nice Arizona iced tea. Walk back home. Watch some YouTube. Damn, it's Arizona a great day. Um, <laughs> and then maybe record some stuff with Emmett. And then the next day I would have rehearsal and get yelled at by my prof. And then have to go to work at McDonald's and then go home and be worried that the relationship I was in at the time is falling to shambles. Ugh. We hate that. It was a bad time. But I'm here now. I'm in a much better place. I'm with a very good person uh, that is much better for me. Uh, yeah. And not to say that I never feel depressed, but yeah there are far fewer things that have that effect on me than there used to be i i, f I feel like i used to sort of I, I used to be like the super like bubbly happy all the time personality i feel like that's kind of what i was sort of known for was sort of just this hey, everything is going pretty good kind of guy and then yeah end of high school and then hit. art school <laughs> and then oh yeah then end of high school hit and then i went to university and then shit hit the fucking air circulation so to speak yeah i i just i i always think about like y the entire time i had known you you just been like i will never ever 
fucking touch alcohol. I swear to God, if I ever touch alcohol, I'll be so angry at myself. You get to university, like, yeah, I got drunk for the first time. And it's like, all right, Adam. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> art I... school does some things to you. Uh, yes, even if it's a Christian okay. art school. Ugh. No, no matter yeah. what kind of art school you go to, usually, uh, usually like, you'll start drinking. Usually you'll no. start. <laughs> yes, at but... least you start swearing. <laughs> oh yeah, and like I'm pretty sure ninety percent of the people in my class were at least at some level of depressed because of the entire program. Yeah, yeah. And then I graduated, I... and I'm like, oh fuck, where now? Because yeah. Up until the end of, like, school being done, I was like, okay, I know what's coming. I know where my life is going. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to do the things. And then... COVID. Um, basically, COVID. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck. I have no plan. I have no plan anymore. And then that sunk in really fast. Yeah. And the thing is, when I'm not feeling great, my creativity suffers. And then... I'm see. I'm trying to work on music and things, especially because I want to get ramen rejects going really far and put a bunch of stuff out on that. But then I can't be creatively helpful to Katie when I'm just like literally wishing for death. Yeah, it's kind of difficult to be creative when you just kind of would rather not do yeah. anything. Well, it's interesting. When you feel like it's not like, worth it. Talking about like you know being known as the happy bubbly kind of guy because like. When I was in high school, I was known as the, like, wholesome, innocent church boy who was also really funny. Uh, <laughs> that, that was just our friend Michael. <laughs> sure. There's always one. There's at there least is. one. There, in every group. there is always one. Yeah. Uh, and even if they're actually in the group, they won't feel like they're in the group. Um, and then I graduated high school and started going to Trinity and suddenly the the christian wholesome innocent part was gone cuz most of the people there are that um i but i was still just the funny one and i remember i remember scrolling through instagram one day and i saw a post from aaron hansen who had this made this long post basically about how he's able to kind of be himself on Instagram and that's just kind of the space that he's established where he can just kind of be his normal self and he talked about how for a long time he placed his value as a person on his ability to make people laugh um he was like I'm not he was like if I can't be like good looking if I can't be charismatic I can at least be funny and people will keep me around for that. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. Because I felt for very long that the people that I was around, so many of them just valued me as the funny guy. And they didn't they weren't really aware of the other dimensions of who I am. Like the fact that I do that I have been dealing with anxiety for, you know, eight years at least. Um, and even, and like the fact that I've been depressed, 
I've never, I've never been like suicidal depressed, but I've been depressed. Um, but I feel like not being that much depressed. Sometimes I feel like I'm less relevant, you know? Really? Yeah. Um, and so it's a tricky thing to kind of walk that line of you want to be like a ball of good energy or like a good healthy influence on the people around you but you also need to be honest with your with yourself and how you're doing if you're not doing well and it's unhealthy to put a lot of effort into seeming fine if you're not fine Mm -hmm. yeah i can tell you right now definitely not fine yeah and everyone tells you that you're fine but you're not fine (laughs) and that's okay and that's okay Uh, the the hardest part of literally everything since the end of university has been trying to convince myself that being not okay is completely okay yeah but then it's like then it's like, I'm not sure if that's helpful or not because it's like, okay, I know it's okay not to be okay, but is there a way to be okay? Okay? I mean, like, therapy, yeah. but that's expensive. Yeah. It shouldn't It shouldn't money. be as expensive as it is, but it is. Yeah. Um, our, our current uh, method for therapy is these talks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and if it helps, then, you know, you at least have that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's usually like it's either talks where we're all in a room together or talks. At least I remember I had a few. There was a few times where Katie and I would talk when we were just sitting in their driveway. Yeah, we would get back. We would just sit in the driveway and we would just talk for like half an hour and just talk about life. Yeah, when it's. It's been interesting, like, having actually, like, gone to therapy a few times. Um, I I felt, by, around the time that I, like, started going to therapy, even before that, around the time that I started dating Alicia, I felt like I was in a very good place. And then I start this new relationship, and starting a new relationship has a weird way of highlighting all of the parts of yourself that you really should have been working on yeah you know yeah yeah <laughs> we're all just gotta fight yeah <laughs> it's this weird type of like you're you're interacting with this other person in a way that you don't interact with other people um yeah. and they're relying on you that for things that no one else really relies on on uh, relies on you for for the most part mm-hmm. yeah. and it very quickly highlights you know some things that maybe have not yet been worked out yeah yeah it's it's interesting how that happens yeah but as the bible says bitches be crazy mm. Oh, I remember that one. I think that's the part I read. Yeah, that was in Deuteronomy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Deuteronomy. <laughs> Love it. Dude, Ron? Me? Dude, how do you feel? <laughs> Damn. 
<laughs> I don't know. Just reminded me of that one video. It's like, dude, how do you feel? And then he just goes, ah! mm, That is valid. True. Which is about me. I'm just like, there are points in, in, in days where I'm just like, oh, fuck yeah. This is good. This is good. And then I go Let's to bed go. and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> just kind of sit and contemplate you know it's like it's interesting because because like my drives recently uh to to try and better those things has has been very interesting because it's like uh me and kyla together will like kind of like we'll 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 have our occasional like arguments where we duke it out for a couple hours And then we'll just be like, all right, so here's what we've learned today. <laughs> so what we then, have learned applies to our life today. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, essentially. Um, and it's it's kind of like, we'll just like, all right, so here's what we need to work on. And then sometimes we don't, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, sometimes you... Start working on it, and then it comes up again, and they're like, "I thought you said you were working on it." You know, like I am. I just haven't gotten. <laughs> it lot. just turns out it... I'm a little bit slow. Yeah. <laughs> like... yeah. The progress bar it's... is moving, but it's not there yet. Yeah, it's like when you're at the part of the game where you've gotten to the final credits. And then it's like everything after that point is the tedious side missions, mm. and you're like, I could really do that one, but sadly, the game wants to me wants me to become the top of the online leaderboards to actually complete it. Yikes! I'll keep playing online. I'll keep getting better, but I need that number one spot, or else the achievement bubble won't ring. <laughs> I think you lost me on the. Yeah, on I, the I kind of was like, I was understanding it, and then I just didn't. Basically, online achievements are really fucking hard to get because they require you to be online. Online play is a lot harder. Usually. Yeah. What's... Anyway. (laughs) Fuck you, Rainbow Six. (laughs) Fucking hate your achievement system. Anyway, let's go. (laughs) I don't think I'll play Rainbow Six at this point. Do not. I've literally (laughs) never played it. The only good one is fucking tropical jungle whatever the fuck for the original Xbox. I really like that mm. one. It didn't have online play. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Man, wow. I miss Anyway. I miss Halo Reach. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can still play Halo Reach. I can't. The I don't have an Xbox. Master Chief Collection on Steam. I don't have money. <laughs> that, uh, or I don't have well, money. That took I don't a turn. have money that I can spend on video games right now. That is fair. Yeah, neither do I. I've been wanting to get like the the Beat Saber DLCs, so I actually want to play that game more. But then I'm like, yeah. hmm. But what if I just groceries? <laughs> I hate yeah. having to be an adult. Yeah, it sucks. It's annoying. It's like, oh yes, oh look at these things. I have enough money in my bank account for this. But hmm, do I want to eat tomorrow? 
Well, it's annoying because like the the appealing part of adulthood is that you have agency over your own life, but under late stage capitalism, no one has agency o- over their own life. And under except capital- for the bourgeoisie, correct. There is, and there is no there is no ethical consumerism under capitalism or consumption, but correct. Yes. I don't remember the correct words, but essentially it's hard to be ethical when the system that you are buying through is very much not. It's hard to be ethics when capital. Correct. You won the prize. What? Okay. Somebody called Mr. Left. I'm going to be that guy for a moment. I'm going to be that guy for a moment. Okay. What guy? Fucking. Oh, you should be, you should try harder to be more vegan friendly with the things that you buy, because the things that you buy uh, directly affect the numbers going towards the companies that do terrible things uh, in regards to the treatment of animals and the treatments to pe- treatment to people in other in in other countries and stuff like that. Sure. Okay, it's cool to have that argument, but have you tried being poor and being able to afford vegan friendly things? This is true because as someone whose mother is very much vegan, I can tell you that the shit that she eats. While it is very much better than what I eat, is also a ton more expensive. Yeah. Um, I will like for like f- I will be more likely to spend fourteen dollars on a package of ground beef that will keep me fed for two days rather than twenty something twenty twenty five dollars on half the portion size. Oh yeah, like uh, it's also th- the just fact that it's like more ethical, like kind of the the base the base populace is getting all of this pressure to change our like small lifestyle lifestyle choices which really don't m- make up a fairly small fraction of what actually makes a difference in the environment mm-hmm. like the, also, the main thing that makes a difference is the manufacturing of the of the companies who refuse to resort to more environmentally conscious methods. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I, I was looking, like you were saying earlier, Katie, with the, uh, with, like, ground beef especially, I was in Vancouver and we were, I was like, we were going to make some sort of, like, hamburger helper alternative with nothing that contains meat or dairy. And... Mm-hmm. That Beyond Meat stuff for like 400 grams of that is like $14. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. I went to the grocery store today so we could make tacos out of ground beef, and that $14 got me nearly an entire kilogram. Like, yeah. like it's entirely possible to, you know convert to that sort of lifestyle but until it's very much more affordable for the general public it's not gonna catch on yeah i anyway we went from talking about uh five nights at freddy's to talking about ethics i mean yeah we went to we went to a few different places in between but that that that's point a to point q (laughs) <laughs> you know uh, how it is on, on, only on on this podcast can we jump around so frequently like we jump up jump up and we get down 
We do that on Hit the Hay. <laughs> Go check out Hit the Hay, huh? <laughs> Go do it. We haven't released any new episodes for a while because I don't like recording uh, our stuff remotely because mostly it means me on one mic and then Sam and Emmett sharing a mic. Whereas, or, oh, yeah. yeah, I would prefer for the three of us to just all share my one nice mic. My my hope is in the future once once Katie can get up here, um, that we do the podcast in one location. Yeah. Um yeah. on one computer recording all of our microphones at once. Yeah. That's the yeah. hope. The syncing will be delicious. Delicious. It is mm. a pain to sync these podcasts a little bit, but it's a... it's So I have found a much better way recently. Oh. Which is uh, a lot more possible uh we'd love to see and, it and nicer so but that rev- that involves using our mixcraft 9 pro studio 64-bit build 469 nice um, hey which, nice you know <laughs> nice nice that's, nice. Nice, that's what we in the industry call a spicy meatball damn it, it really do be like that, that is what we call a spicy meatball Wow. And then the credits roll <laughs> and the audience laughter and then the sitcom music, the screen blurs. Yeah. It says Fuller House at the top. Oh, you know? God. <laughs> everywhere you are. It takes a lot to make us do. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. Back in the 90s, I was in a very okay. famous TV show. Damn. <laughs> or the anyway, intro, okay. which is just. <laughs> it's so catchy, though. Come on. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I saw a video of someone trying to play that on piano. What? Like, at the actual speed. And it's it's literally. They were doing, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess as soon as you get to the, to the like, saxophone part, that's a little bit easier. Uh, yeah, probably. Anyway, jazz. good times. Good, good times. Uh, are we gonna are we gonna transition into another topic, <gasps> or should we call it a night? It's up to y'all. It's up to y'all. Who's a y'all? You all. Cute. It's y'all's podcast. I feel like we should maybe call it a night here. Probably. Because it's like five hours past Morgan's bedtime. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you all. Uh, Thank you all for watching and or listening to this podcast. Wherever you listen and or watch the podcast, you can watch this on youtube.com slash jamacast. Or you can also go to jamacast.cybersupient.com and listen to it there you got uh, the wrong hand there whatever whatever there hand it go. is wait <laughs> there we go now we got oh we had it mirrored before 
And it, it, I don't know. For for me, my camera is mirrored. So yeah, and don't forget to check out our very special guest at the at the links in the description or wherever they happen to be on whichever streaming service of choice that you like to use to listen to podcasts. Because we're basically in most places. Hell yeah! Remember Google we're Play? Kitchen, it's not there we're anymore. In your dumpster. <laughs> on Spotify. Yeah. We're also on Spotify as well as Jonathan Higgins, Wearwing, and Ramen Rejects. If you want to listen to any of our music, it's all available. Do it. It slaps. It does slap. It do be slapping, though. Mm. And of course, we will see you all in the next very, very deep and introspective episode of the JammaCast. If you would like to suggest anything for future podcast episodes, uh, make sure to uh, at CyberSoupyNT uh, in the description on Twitter. And uh, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely tag us, hashtag JammaCast, and we will see what you've got to say. That's words. Namaste. Namaste. Namago. Namaste. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Shane was <laughs> plugged, look at how lanky he got.